As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot and really a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Wednesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. At Cuse Militia on the socials, go there, join the militia. Syracuse finishes the game the way they started the game. Sloppy. Sloppy. Quad four win that they had to have, 70 to 69 over the now 2 and 13 Cardinals, who decided it would be cute to start Kamari Lands last night. Anyway, you'll hear from us and we'll hear from you in fan <laughs> feedback. And Syracuse will head to Charlottesville to face the 10 and 3, 2 and 2 Cavs. We'll let you know what we think about that. That's cute, right? So, yeah, it's pretty cute. It was pretty cute. Uh, he's not that bad. He'd probably, well, he, he's he'd probably not be that bad, orange, but it was a. It was a, it was a shot across the bow. And they almost pulled it out. Despite being the inferior team, in my opinion. Just a lot of slop. And. Yeah, it was a sloppy game. Syracuse didn't start slow. They started way too fast. Everybody's feet's moving faster than they can ball handle. And it just looked ridiculous. If you put the Benny Hill music behind that game, it would be <laughs> magnificent. And if I had the time to do it, I would do it. Uh, but I don't. The, the other thing, the only thing that comes close to as bad as the way that game went down, uh, and I'll take the win. I'm not complaining about an ugly win. I'm not. But, I mean, it's the elephant in the room, is it not? And that's what we're here to talk about. The only thing that comes close to that, that was that bad last night, it had to be ESPN. I thought this game was on ESPNU. I watched, or, well, had on in the background, a woman's basketball game. I don't even know who was playing. Awaiting my beloved Syracuse Orange. And in comes, what was it, Ole Miss in Tennessee? And I'm like, are Mississippi <coughs> State in Tennessee? What the hell was it? I don't, I don't something like that. I know it was Tennessee. It was Tennessee. I know. Yeah. So, and I'm like, what the hell? And so I checked the guide and I'm like, yes. Okay. Syracuse at Louisville. All right. Fantastic. So I go to <laughs> ESPN U, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I go to ESPN two and it says Ole Miss or whoever in Tennessee. And I'm like, well, hold on. okay. It was a commercial. I'm like, all right, well they must just have it wrong. No, they, they, they had high school football <laughs> players on. 
the TV. Yeah. So I yeah. was a little yeah. I was a little frustrated. So I had the thing on my phone and we were going to have it on while we ate dinner. And for whatever reason it wouldn't sling to my living room. And it was super frustrating. I could get the sound, but I couldn't get the audio. And come to find out, that is also an ESPN thing. You cannot mirror the screen. It wouldn't let me on any TV. But I have ESPN apps on other TVs. So I, I just did that, but I was just testing it. And it wouldn't let me do it. It doesn't let you take a screenshot of the game while it's on. It won't let you do anything. Because I used to screen record from the game. They stopped it all. They have something, some kind of thing that detects it, and it shuts it right down. So I could get the sound through the TV, but I couldn't get the game through the TV. And now here I am. I, people are blowing us up. I haven't even looked at the Facebook messages for us to stream the game. And I'm sorry, guys. There is no way that when I finally get set up 10 minutes in this game that I'm going to go ahead and set up the stream and stuff because I was definitely not prepared for having to stream uh, this game because it was supposed to be on ESPNU. So that was horse pucky. I was so pissed. And right when you think... Yeah, ESPN, me too. You had the same problem? Oh, yeah, dude, absolutely. I um, So I have YouTube TV, and it automatically... I have it set up to where it records every Syracuse game if it's on a channel on YouTube TV. So... um. I was looking at work and I was like, let me just check real quick and make sure that it's on a channel that's automatically going to, you know, record. And I went and looked on uh, ESPN and it said, okay, it's on ESPN News. All right, cool. ESPN News. Well, I usually wait like 15, 20 minutes before I start the game so I can fast forward you through the commercials and then I'm usually live after halftime. Well, I go to start the game at 7.20 and I go and... I go to start the recording, and of course, it's the Tennessee game. Even though it says Syracuse and this, this, and this, like you got to be kidding me. At least but change the guys. E- but then I saw that it was on ES. It was ESPNU, and I said, I, I looked and it said ESPN News. So I go to turn to ESPN News. Uh, seven and a half minutes left in the first half. <laughs> Missed the first thirteen minutes. I was pretty uh, upset about that. So uh, are you are you telling me it was on TV? It was on ESPN News. Yep. ESPN News. Well, it would have been yeah. nice if they corrected their their yep. guide. They're not lying. They didn't correct the guide or anything. But if you looked at it, I looked at it that day on ESPN, like when you go look at the schedule and that shows like what channel it's on, and it said ESPN News. Okay. So here's the other thing. I searched it, and probably no one gives a crap about this, but I searched it. You know, Syracuse, if I ever put in Syracuse, it shows me the next game that's going to be televised. It said no results. It said no results. So I said, okay, something's going on. So anyway. That's because it didn't change in the guide. No, right. But it took it out of the system. Well, it could be, I mean, yeah, well, I don't know. If it didn't change in the guide and it left there. It said Syracuse. Well, if you go to the guide, it said Syracuse Louisville on ESPNU. But when you change the channel, it was Tennessee. Right. And then the actual channel it was on said some other, there was like three random crap shows from ESPN that it said on the guide what, what it was. But if you turned oh. to that channel, it was actually the game. Okay. But if you go so to my menu and you search, you wouldn't have been able to search it. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, no, you that's... can't search it because it's the guy's wrong. Yeah. Okay, but it still should put me. It should still show me that it's on ESPNU. Then it should should at least show me that it's wrong, and at least match it's up with the guide. So it didn't. Anyway. Sure. It, it, it's just so frustrated about that. First world and, problems. First and, world problems. I, I know. Well, it is a problem though. It is a problem. If if you got it on your guide, you should keep it. That's what it should be. And I yeah, got yeah, I got Direct TV, so you know it's an ESPN problem, not a not a pro- provider problem. Anyway, um, okay. Yeah. Look, the montage. Sorry about that. Is coming up right now. Uh, you know, I'm just very thankful that uh, you know Joe Gerard. Uh, he didn't want to lose the game, and he just made a couple shots that you know we shouldn't be in that position but we made some really bad turnovers to get down then we fight back then we made a couple bad turnovers um you know joe just he made some plays down the stretch um judah made a couple big plays in the stretch and then I don't know where he was going at the end of the game the game's over just stop and hold the ball but he i don't know what he was doing really he didn't either, obviously, and uh, you know maybe that's what happens sometimes with freshmen. But you know Joe Girard, you know he gets in there and gets seven rebounds, and we got three forwards that can't get seven all together, and you know we can't win that way. It's the most uh, frustrating thing I've ever seen in 47 years of coaching. You know, Jim, you've, t- you've talked a lot about not being able to figure it out for the last few games. You've played a ton of guys. You've played a ton of guy- guys all season. Is this, is this the latest in the season that you've gone without having, like, a solid five, a solid rotation? Is it because you just haven't been able to get consistency from certain guys? Well, Chris, and, and it's, it's a little misleading. We're playing Chris and Justin the same amount of time. Joe, Jesse, and Judah are playing as much as they can play. Yeah. So we're not really playing that many guys. Well, you, I mean, you played nine guys today. You've played 11 guys in the past. And yeah, it, but John Bo played one minute. You know, you have to look at the actual minutes. We played eight guys tonight. That's what I've always tried to play, a center, a guard, a forward. That's what we've always tried to play. And if Benny was playing a little better, then he'd be playing more and – We'd be playing seven and a half guys, but he he shouldn't be playing the way he's playing. He comes off a game where he wins the game for us, and he comes here and plays 27 minutes and gets three points and three rebounds. He has a rebound all by himself, nobody there, and loses it out of bounds. I mean, I can't figure it out. I just can't. He's our best forward day in day out in practice. He's shooting good. And he's six nine. He can jump, and he's playing twenty seven minutes and getting three rebounds. I watched plays, and he his man leaves to help on Jesse. He's standing on the foul line. Jesse missed the layup. He's standing on the foul line. His man is playing Jesse. If he had gone to the basket, he's got a, t- a, t- a dunk, and he's standing there. And we've showed him this and talked to him about it all year, all year. But we're. When you can't, when you're not, guys are not playing well. Like if Justin and Chris hadn't played well, I would have gone with Quadir. You know that would have got another guy in the game. 
But if those two guys play well, then Cordero probably won't play much. And Joe and Judah are probably staying in the game. Samir was hurt. His shoulders bothering him. I think he'll be all right, but he was hurt. I never heard of it before. He said he could shoot, but he couldn't pass. I never heard of that one. <laughs> That's a new one. That's a new one. To me. He's got some kind of wrap, though, or something on his shoulder. That's so. a new one. He can do this, but he can't do that. <laughs> that he can't do, but he can, can't do this. That's a new one. I'm not a doctor, but never heard of that one before. But look, we made a, for as badly as we played, for as many mistakes that we made, giving them baskets, down the stretch, we almost had, we almost played perfectly down the stretch, almost. I, I don't have it on the top of my head, but the last few plays were Joe's two threes, Judas foul shots, um, and then Joe's foul shots for, for I, so I don't know exactly, but it was like we had to do every one of those things to win the game by one. The end, we wanted to foul. It's the play we always use. I never let somebody try to shoot. Coach, what was said to Benny after he came to the bench and took off his jersey and after he shoved Judah? Well, what was going on? Or was being discussed? Money. Our budget isn't that good. Just try not try to put that energy and get a rebound. <laughs> That's what was said. <laughs> I right, coach, coach the comedian Jim Beheim, uh, cracking himself some good up ones. at the end. I thought that was hilarious. I'm sorry. Uh, all right, so look, there was a lot of naysayers on Twitter in group texts and things like that that were off the uh, just going off on Joe. Look, he had five turnovers. The game was ugly. You know, it was. Um, it was it played a little bit faster the way I see it and I could whatever but it was played they were playing faster than they could handle themselves and it just got sloppy and they made some mistakes but with 28 points and going 50 percent from three uh, grabbing seven rebounds you don't win the game without Joe and he was determined he took it into his own hands at the end he was 10 for 11 from the line um, I would love to see Joe Girard get to the line that much if not more every game and uh you know yeah. he he does a decent job of drawing fouls from three i haven't seen anybody quite do it like joe and sometimes it looks floppish but you know a lot of times he just puts himself in a position to not be able to land properly and that's that's what well, you that's yeah. what you have Once to you do get the guy in the air yeah Exactly. You and you got to take advantage of it. And that, that happened in one game or one play with Judah when he was in the middle of the free throw line. He did a little pump fake and the guy went up and instead of going for the contact and getting the foul, he like tried to go around him and make the basket and he missed. And, you know, my dad used to always say that coaches used to always say that you use that pump fake, you get him in the air and go after you get him. that foul and you go to the line. Right. And Joe does a fantastic job from that specifically from mm -hmm. range. And without a couple of those, he nailed his free throws down the stretch. Judah hit two down the stretch. Um, the only two he shot were down the stretch, and he made them. Heard, heard Coach Crazy. talking about that. 
And, um, you know, the, I wouldn't say the amount he hits the floor. You think that he's going to shoot more than two free throws. It's, it's insane because we know that he's getting fouled more than that every game. But, you know, yeah. um, I think there was three bench points. They were all from mm-hmm. uh, Justin Taylor. Yeah. And um, it's just one of those things where. The whole game, I'm thinking, and my wife, who's usually not super negative, was being super negative last night. It was really upsetting <laughs> because she's Dude, the I one. Dude, I was right there. She's the one that's supposed I mean, to lift me there. up, man. I was saying there were three, four minutes left. Like, we're going to lose this game. I'm sitting here thinking about how am I supposed to, how, how are we going to talk them off the ledge after this one? I was going to just quit the show. The, the show was just getting, I'm drawing the curtain on it. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, we're going to just ghost out of this thing and uh, do a Homer Simpson backing into the bushes type exit and, and, and just gif out because I was, that was on my mind. How the hell am I going to do a serious podcast, which this show isn't serious anyway, but you have to be motivated to at least come here. Right. So. Anyway, at Q's Life for 15, we're going to mix some of these, some of these in. Um, definitely an ugly win, but a win is a win. Uh, I want to be frustrated at this point, but at, I want to be frustrated. But this point last year, we were 7-8, 1-3 in ACC. The conference is down this year, so I feel a lot better about our, our odds. Need to learn, grow, and squeak out Ws. The problem is, and like Coach said, they're not, they're not getting better. It's not getting better. The rebounding is not getting better. You know, you have the sporadic moments. Benny Williams is second in the on the team in rebounding. I think I think Jesse has 163, and I think, gosh darn it, I don't have it up here. And Benny has 70. He is second on the team in rebounding. The problem is is the the Jesse has him more than doubled, and. You know, forward forwards need to they need to be doing a little you bit know third? more than that. Um, I was just trying to pull that up. I do not know who is third, uh, but I Joe Girard. Joe Girard. See, that's you know, and he grabbed seven with forty three. So the discrepancy is forty three to seventy. So Benny's doubling up Joe pretty much plus two, and then mm. um, not really not plus two, not not even close. Um, what does he got? 27 on him. So, and then Joe's got almost a hundred more minutes than him though. Yeah. Well, I understand that. I understand that, but that's not typically like the guard position role. You know, it's fourth. <laughs> I do. Uh, Judah Malik Brown. Is he? Where is he? Malik Brown is fourth with 42 with only 145 minutes. So oh, just yes. to put that in perspective, yep, yep, yep. Benny it. has, Benny has 408 minutes and 70 rebounds. Malik Brown has 145 minutes with 42 rebounds. So, right. <laughs> and that's that's the problem. And that's the problem. And you can scratch your head on it and you can wonder, you know, why didn't, why didn't uh, Brown get more than 11 minutes? And the answer to that is last night that he didn't do anything in those 11 minutes except for turn the ball over, unfortunately. <laughs> And well, so the, the the issue with this whole thing, too, is, is that, like, obviously, Louisville, Louisville is, uh, I mean, this is dire straits for them. 
you know, going into a game two and twelve at home, zero and three in the conference. Starting Kamari um, lands, want to prove a point at at home, like you said. Right. Yeah, and you know the way you've been you you've been playing is you know they're gonna make it dirty. I mean, not dirty, but they're gonna make it messy. They're gonna make it sloppy. They're gonna go out there and. I think that's you know they sped they sped us up to try to make mistakes. Problem is, is that they made mistakes as well, right? We had twenty five points off twenty one turnovers, but um, yeah, it's it's a situation where they had a, a they had a size advantage on us. I mean, did you see Sidney Curry? Yeah, that dude yeah. looked like a damn defensive lineman. I mean, six seven, six eight, two hundred seventy pounds. He was jacked. I mean, Huntley Hatfield. I mean, all the, they had a and bunch they, of tall guys. They got and they Curry made, to three fouls, and then they stopped, too. I mean, I know that um, he only played half the game, but more minutes, that guy's in I'm trouble. But I'm saying they made it, they made it sloppy because, you know, they have to do stuff like that to, to try to win. Um, you see they have some talent on their team, and they have some size, but they just haven't put it together. And they made it sloppy, and we kind of fell into it. And we, we know we do this. We know that we play down to, to opponents and stuff like that. And... Um, yeah, I mean, I think that we could have played a way cleaner game, but you know, we fell into Louisville's trap and played faster than we wanted to, and and that's what they wanted us to do, and and you know, we still came out with a W, even though it was ugly as hell. So that's that's the main <laughs> yeah. thing you got to come out of it. I mean, last like like to to, to the, the last comment, uh, we were seven and eight at this point last year, uh, and we had way worse losses. So we're in a way better position this year. Um, yeah, well, I think we the were teams, last year. I think the team's better put together, and I don't. I mean, you can say that the conference is down, but what is down? I mean, these are all extremely. Fr- there's a there's there's a handful of fringy Final Four teams in this conference, as there always is. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, so you look at Miami. Yeah. You look at I what Pitt's don't doing. Think we've played any yet? No, we haven't. Um, at Oil Cuse, <laughs> holy freaking hell, are we ba- we are bad again. He doesn't even ask. He just lets us know. <laughs> what was Louisville's Ken Palm rank again? It was like two, what was, was it? Threes. Threes, right? It was like low threes, right? Something like that. It, it, it yeah. was not good, Cap. It was bad, in fact. And uh, the game should have been, it shouldn't have been that close. And like Joe said, they, they fell into the trap. At Chief Arquette. Clown show. Uh, at Jack Hug 17. This is literally the worst win of all time. Laughing my butt off. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But it wasn't good. It was a, the most. It's like an oxymoron. Yeah, I know. It's like, is there a bad win? I mean, I know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but Not in basketball. I think that's why he laughs. And I think it's. That's, that's on point to some degree. Here's one. At Superfan or Superfan. One, at orange fan, super at. <laughs> Holy shit! What is going on? <laughs> at super Amy, orange fan. Amy. Where did I start? Where? What was I saying first? At super orange fan, one. If you saw it, there you go. if you saw it, it's looks I think weird. You're it looks weird, bro. All right, it does. You have to show because there's day. capitalized stuff in. Non-capitalized stuff. It looks like the uh, old uh, sarcastic font. <laughs> uh, why is Justin Taylor playing more minutes? He's he's doing nothing. Play Bell, all caps, and get him more shots. 
He's filled the stat sheet. He he filled the stat sheet in nineteen minutes. Nineteen minutes, eight points, three rebounds, two assists, and one block. And he was three for four from the field. So Justin Taylor, if if you really want to get down to it, really what I didn't think was that great last night. And he got a lot of minutes for not being super great, right? Twenty one minutes. Uh, but I mean, they, he they didn't make of, a lot of mistakes either. He didn't make a lot of mistakes, and he had two steals, if I remember right. Yeah, two steals, two steals, rebound, three point. Right. So, uh, when when we're talking Chris Bell, he's out there and he's he's kind of struggling a little bit. And I like Chris Bell. I'm rooting for Chris Bell, but the problem is, is he's just I mean, not like showing up. I like them all too, but I like them all. I mean, as far as a freshman class, when you look at it and you see what Beheim said like earlier in the year and everything, I mean, there's talent here. I mean, you obviously see, oh, if these guys stay together and they stay here for a couple of years, this can be a talented team. But the problem is, is that Justin Taylor and Chris Bell, their best attributes aren't the attributes that that coach and this team is looking for and needs as far as a role. Uh, so that's really where it doesn't fit in. I mean, it's just it's just what it is. We don't need Chris Bell's. We don't need the scoring. Um, I mean, obviously, whoever's going to be there is going to get a little bit here and there. But I mean, Edwards and, and Mintz and Gerard, they're they're going to dominate that this year. We need guys that are going to play defense, make the rotations, go and fight for loose balls, rebounds, stuff like that. And that's why we're still on the hunt for that. Yeah. Um, if anything. Maybe Benny could have could have gotten less burn than Chris, but like Coach says, man, he's thinks he's our best forward. And you know when you talk about rebounds, three points, three bounds, three rebounds. He loses the one out of bounds. Okay, he goes all Hulkamania on his jersey, and I mean. Uh, coach says, Coach self-edited there, by the way. Uh, it, it, get an F and rebound. He self-edited, but that's what he was trying to say. And, you know, if you put that much energy into, into <laughs> for SU's budget's not that mm-hmm. good, first of all, which is hilarious. And then, and then, you know, if you put that much energy into getting an F and rebound, he didn't say F and, I'm saying self-edited. If you watch it, you can see it. But, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, that was a moment where I was just like, why, what, how, how this crucial and that point in the game. And he's hard on himself about it, which I guess is, is great. I know he's under a lot of pressure. They are, uh, on him. Coach mentioned that they, they coach him through these things constantly. And it's just not, it's just not, he's just not catching on. So I don't know, man, I'm not going to question minutes anymore. And I don't want to talk about question minutes anymore because I don't know what the answer is. And when you're when you're playing a, a group of five, no matter who it is, if they're out there and they're and they're productive, they're, they're just gonna be kept out there, regardless of what other combinations. Uh, maybe Chris Bell was. I don't even know who Chris Bell was playing with. I, I didn't even. I missed it. I didn't, I didn't even know. I if you told me Chris Bell got 19 minutes last night, I I would have told you you're lying. Cause I don't remember him doing a whole lot. Okay. So it wasn't, it just, I don't know. I, I think 
what, <laughs> when coach says he's, I'm right there with you, bro. When coach says, but I mean, I saw him more than Taylor. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it was the two steals f- for Taylor. For had more Taylor. Yeah, yeah. So um, when we talk about the seven to eight guys, you know, we thought maybe there was a chance we go nine, like nine. In in like coach is saying, John Bull played one minute. I mean, you got to play. I feel like you got to even play double digit minutes. Really, I mean, don't you have to be close to that? Like, what? Where do you draw the line? Like, how deep you go? Mm. You know, you throw the walk-ons on, and, and you're winning the game. Did you go? You know, twelve deep? No. 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 Right. Yeah. I mean, you're right. close. Right. I mean, I think that you can play eight, seven, eight minutes and still make an impact, right? I mean, yeah. It's I a quarter of the game. I'm thinking digits, ten. But... Okay. Well, fair. I think eight's fair. Though. But I get it. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're just worried because, you know, Eight you've... Ten. Right. So D- Jim didn't p- play nine guys. Played John Bowl for one minute. Okay, yeah. so, yeah. Um, but he's going. He's only going to play seven to eight. He's going to play... And it's tough. It's going to go... I think what we're seeing is a matchup. Just whatever, whatever, coach, whatever coach can put together for a matchup is what he's going to play. And I'm done questioning minutes. And Malik Brown last night... Yeah. Obviously not not working for Malik last night, and it's just I, I don't know if it was him or what he was doing. By the way, I was questioning. I think it was the size, man. It could have been, and I was questioning why isn't Sime here? Like, hello, you know, we're we're running into a buzzsaw at one point, and I'm thinking, where's Sime here? But he's injured. He can shoot, but he answer. can't pass. So, <laughs> which was also funny. He can shoot, but he can't. That pass. was funny. It was funny. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day. A win's a win. We got a lot of that stuff That's and fan it. feedback. Yep. Um, at no Blanchard forty four. I, I said lo- last night. Yeah, I loved. I love this one. Yeah. Since the dawn of time, philosophers have pondered the age old question: How bad can you play and still win a basketball game? Tonight we learned. However, a win is a win. That's that's it right there. That's my favorite comment of the night. Sure. Uh, yep. Yes, it is true. And you know, um, at Crimson Fury. 006, close finish. Scared that Louisville was going to pull the upset. Glad we got ourselves another W. And think about this, too. You know, we're going to go running through a gauntlet, but we've won the games, I think, so far that we should have won. Minus Pitt. Like, if you really think about... Mm. If, what? I mean, I'm cool with it. I'm, I'm, cool, co- with it. I'm cool with what it, Pitt, too. What Pitt's but done the last week, I'm I know. cool with it. I, I understand where you're coming from. But listen... If it was an eight to ten point loss and we fought and we scraped and we never gave up, I understand where you're at. There's a one point loss and we're one play away from being. Um, we were down twenty. Yes, like I understand that. Ago. I understand that. I understand that. But All we right. were we were we were close to being, um, you know, winning by one. We could have been eleven and four, in what. Four and zero in the ACC, three and zero in the ACC, right? So, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a big difference. But it's a big difference. Like I said, with Pitt beating UN, with Pitt beating UNC and Virginia back to back, like they're legit. They're looking like a team that's going to make the tournament and be up there in the ACC as well. So, it's not going to be a bad loss for sure, and it sets us up for a good, you know, matchup later on in the season right. against them. Right. Um, so. Anyways. It's a quad one op- opportunity. Yeah, and this was like we said, it's a quad four game had to have. We couldn't lose this one. We've won all the ones. One. We've won all the ones I feel like we had to win. 
I mean, you can make an argument for Colgate. Uh, I don't know what St. John's is doing anymore. They're actually 11-5 and five right now still. So not that bad. You know, it could be a could be a worse team we could have lost to, like Bryant. You know, who's ten and four. So, you know, that was we a, lost two last. Yeah, and that was a rough stretch beginning of the year right there when we started out four and three at one point. So, uh, our three and four. So, anyways, we did lose to Bryant, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, it's a bad loss. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know who they're playing right now, but their record's not terrible. So, uh, let's see. Let's do a couple more from Twitter. <laughs> Didn't you guys once do a segment about the good, the bad, and the ugly? And that's an old school. That's That was a couple years ago. Uh, here's the breakdown of this shit show. About 10 seconds talking about the good, 30 minutes talking about the bad, and 30 minutes on the ugly. Then, Bill's militia content until Joe's converted. At David Super. What do you think, Joe? <sighs> no. It's not gonna work. Ed, Ed, David is is the uh, he's the co-captain of the green room. Too. You see what happened? You see what happened when you became a Bills fan? That's so dirty to put on me, bro. That is so wrong. So wrong. Prayers for Demar Hamlin. That was a weird situation. Absolutely. And also, that was super weird. Absolutely prayers. I knew something was wrong when the ambulance is out there. I haven't seen an ambulance since they were they were actually talking. It was it was Ryan Shazier. Was there not an ambulance on the field for Ryan Shazier? I don't even think so. It was at the a tunnel or something. With that they it was because well, yeah, that happened in they the end zone, right? Them out or they drive right. them out or something. They right. never do that, and you never see players that visibly shaking and crying and stuff. So well, you when knew, I saw that, I mean, because they saw what was going on. We didn't. They would, yeah. They had the they defibrillator actually, Sadly, out. I mean, I read something. They had to actually make a human wall to keep the media out of there. Yeah, and then Joe Buck's like, God, we can't see in there. They're trying to get in there with the overhead cam and everything. And I'm glad they didn't. They showed too much of it anyway. No. You know? Absolutely. It's a circus. And you start and showing the replay over her, I'm like, I over think again. someone died. And I told her, I think someone died. Well, he came close. She's His like, heart really? stopped. And I was like, no, I mean, he did. He was resuscitated twice. Yeah. He technically died. He, he was resuscitated once on the field with a defibrillator and then once at the hospital. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's not good. Prayers. And he's apparently doing better. I hope everything so, works out. Me too. It's uh, sad. 24 years old, Pitt alum too. And, yep. uh, you know, sad because... Never want to see that. Absolutely not. But... They could have made it a whole lot less awkward by actually. I never thought I'd say this, but it could have been a whole lot less awkward on the on the TV end of things if they stayed out of the studio back in New York or wherever yeah. the hell they were. Holy goodness yeah. gracious! Those those yep. three were awkward. Yeah, and you got the NFL. Oh, you got five minutes. You got five Let's minutes. Go. I'm going, dude. Mm. They just took a dude off on the ambulance. They said they were giving him CPR. These guys got five minutes. You got yeah, Stefan no. Diggs and Josh Taylor like with tears in their eyes on the sidelines and they get you're getting a five minutes? What the hell's going on here? happen. <laughs> no. It's so wrong. It, and mean, then and then the worst part about it is you see stuff on social media like, Oh, come on, I had Joe Burrow in my fantasy championship or you know, people worried about their fantasy football implications and crap like that. Like that's, that crap just it killed me. Yeah, that's dirty. I had Stefan Diggs. I never even really thought about it. And I was losing. So 
Um, yep, same anyway. thing as me. In that, in that, Nothing in, about my fantasy football team came to my mind when that was going on. I didn't even think about it. I didn't even check it until the next day. And I was like, what are they going to do with this? And you just got to imagine we're not going to play that game. Most likely not. I mean, I'd find with no matter how they did it, if they call it a tie, I'd find, be fine with that, I guess. That's or if they call it a seven. I figure they do. They kind of have, that's like kind of what they should do. We played what, a half a quarter? Yeah, but that's what they should do, but you have people in power that want money. Well, it has playoff implications. Don't you think that the Bills want to play that game? The players don't care. I don't think they do. I don't think they care. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's what not what I'm saying. They don't care. That's my they're, point. They're don't you the think playoffs. the Bills are both in the playoffs? Right. But it has playoff implications. There's a home field thing going on there, right? So but if the players don't care, don't you think they if they cared they'd want to play? You'd hear them talking about they would want to play? That's my point. Yeah. They do not want to play. It's the powers to be. Yeah. And I'll tell the you powers what. Powers to be that will make money off of this. Yeah, it's pathetic. And we all know that the NFL's full of scumbags. That, yeah. Roger and Goodell's a scumbag. You, Most of the people at the top of yeah. things are scumbags. Let's be honest. Yeah. So I hope uh, humanity wins out here. I think in it this will. Situation. I think it will. I think so, it will too. I think um, if I love the Bills a little bit before, I love them a lot now. So that's the truth. Pulling for pulling for all of them was um, just an ugly situation. So yeah. Um, all right. Let's hit Facebook up real quick, and let's see, Robert. I felt it was a trap game. Almost think, uh, almost was think. I felt like it. I felt it was a trap game. Almost was think. Almost okay. Got no punctuation. Joe, you read these for the first time with no punctuation, bro. You got to be ahead of it in your brain before it comes out of your mouth. It's not easy. It's not easy. Okay. So you can sit there and snicker. It can be. It's hilarious. I'm sure. both both things can be true. It felt like a trap game. Almost was. Thank God they got out of there with a dub. Yes. No punctuation. Robert, you, you got to help me. You got the shield. You got the Raiders shield as your logo. Like doing it on purpose as, your, as your picture. Help me out, bro. A little bit. Uh, Andrew, we are young and we play to our competition, but we will grow from this. No matter the record, any game in the ACC is going to be tough. These games... These are the games that we would have lost last year. We're finding a way to win when it matters. Now, that's a great point. Also, Coach said he thinks Louisville's a decent team. I don't. And Coach may say that, you know, and he says, by the way, before he, before he exits, he says, I hope they are. Right? So he says, right, Louisville's a good team. I think they'll be good. At least I hope they are anyway. You know, he laughs. Um, obviously, you hope they are when you, when you keep it that close to a game well, that's you- now th- three and... 12 or uh, 2 and 13. So, uh, what do you think, though, Joe? <laughs> Someone's got to be at the bottom of the AC, and it seems like Florida State and Louisville are in a race. And no, Florida State beat them by double digits. So, yeah, well, I mean, I think still that only this was, this was uh, two games ahead. This was like a perp. I think this was a perfect storm between like I think Kamari lands trying to play. I mean, everyone trying to play hard, obviously. Um, like I said, they're. They're in desperation mode. They're just going to come out and play hard. And they had size to kind of show some weaknesses. And I really think that's really just what it came down to. I mean, we made way too many mistakes. 
I think we should have been able to shoot a little bit better from the free throw line. But either way, um, probably shouldn't have been closer. We should have been able to win more, but by more. But at the end of the day, I think that the matchups down low, I mean, I don't think any of those other forwards, I don't think a lot of our forwards weren't ready for the size and ready for the battle down low for the balls. And that's what kept them in the game. Besides them being just pesty on the defensive side and what's a foul turnovers. Hmm? What's a foul? What's a foul? God, I don't know. Depends on who you ask. Depends on who's officiating, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nadal, our buddy, top fan, Nadal. Handing Kamari lands a loss is almost as sweet as the win itself. And I got to say, that was definitely on my mind. Yes. Please, please win this game. You cannot let them stick fingers in your eyes like that and give you a swirly in the men's bathroom. And then you walk out of there with an L. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the one thing that I was worried about. Yeah, I was worried about it because when I saw the minutes he was getting. Before, and then he yeah, gets was, 30, um, 31. 31, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that, that was the one thing I was worried. Is, is don't let Kamari Lance come out here and go off and be the reason why they beat us. And, I mean, he played a lot of minutes and he made some plays. But um, overall, when you look at his box score, um, as much as it might not be indicative of his whole play throughout the game, um, that wasn't really great. So I was definitely happy to see that for sure because last thing I wanted was that guy to beat us. No kidding. Top fan, Zach. I don't understand why every team looks like the Warriors in their prime against us. We are so young, I have accepted these games, but we are still very sloppy. If that was a better team tonight, chances are they make that game winning layup. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the end of the game. So, No, that was a mess. What, what in the world with eight seconds left. Well, I mean, and we handled oh, hold on. There so wasn't well eight seconds up to that point. We did. And I even said something about that in our last game too, how they finished and didn't make a lot of mistakes and stuff like that. And then even this game being down by five with like three minutes to go, there was, um, we handled that very, very well. And to see that last possession, it was like, it was like, a, I mean, I like kind of gasped, like almost like, huh? And just like stop breathing because I, I was like, what in the hell? I mean, I thought Judy was, was going to lose the game, the game for was us. Yeah, I thought Judy was just going to lose the game for us. Joe um, makes his two three free throws. There's 13 seconds left. Um, well, there were 17. They inbounds the ball. Louisville calls a timeout. They go through a little following spurt just to kill a little bit of time. Brings it down to eight seconds. You kill only five seconds doing that because you can't let them shoot, right? Because you don't want to follow them then. You don't want to follow them a, a, a half a second late. Uh, it's, that's going to give them three shots at the foul line, and then that could be game right. over. So, um, you know, they do end up putting them to the line. He makes he makes a free throw. Um, Syracuse calls a timeout in between. Makes a second one. Judah. On uh, the inbounds, and you know he gets he gets up court to burn some time, and just loses it. Uh, L, I they call it L Ellis. They gave him they credit him with a steal there because he ended up with the ball. But Judah just flat lost the ball, and then you get the same thing at the other end of of the court. And I I, I guess Jesse got his hands on something. It was another mess, 
And then thank God it didn't go out of bounds because that's what I was, that's what I saw with my eyes. Right. Is that what you saw? I saw it going out of bounds and there's time on the clock. Mm -hmm. Right. So it didn't, but, and they come out of there with a, with a way too dramatic ending for what it was. And it's par for the course, man. Yeah. Cardiac cues, par for the course. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and, and, and all, all <laughs> I mean, Judah, Judah did a great job of getting escaping, and, and so he could burn some time without being fouled. But you, once you cross over half court, I think you got to stop and, and just take the foul. I yeah. mean, you know what I mean? And, and, yeah. And there could have been take the foul, timeout, pass it off, something like that. Yeah. So, like what Jim said. Yeah. So, anyways, not the best ending, but, you know, I can't believe we're complaining this much. We're only complaining this much. If this was Duke, we're not complaining. Oh God, at all, right? Yeah. So this is a lot of teams we're not complaining. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So uh, it's just one of those things that you know it just feels good. It, to, I mean, it, it feels good to come here and and, and and complain, invent like this as we would if we oh, lost, win. but but win. Yes. Yeah. It, it's yeah. it's it's way it's more. Yes, exactly. It's way more. Um, refreshing to me to talk about this as a win. Think about if we're talking this as a loss. I told you, man. I mean, you know, we might mm, not be doing the show bad. today. So, I mean, I'm just be straight up. Honest wouldn't with even you. do that. Yeah, be bad. So, exactly. Um, all right. Well, we have one more because I was I was bullied. I was bullied. I'm gonna read it. I was cha- I was cha- I was challenged. I was challenged. Okay. To to read a comment, unfiltered. Okay, uh, I'm, right. I'm 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 not. Accused water boy. Who else? Okay, and this guy. This is it. It's the last time I read this stuff. Okay, because he's got to be. He's always got to get down in the mud. I'm gonna get down in the mud with him right now. I'm not ashamed to say that back in my drinking days, I once hooked up with a girl that was, that most would rate maybe a three. Still, when it comes to I'd rather win ugly than lose pretty, she was still hotter than this game. Plus, she tickled uh, my oranges with her tongue. So I had that going for me. So. It's, it's, it's not funny. It's really it's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. Oh, God. But if you want to comp- compare an ugly win to an ugly woman... But maybe she, mm, maybe she ha- handled you great, and you know mm. you got something that you he's at least learn. had that. He'll learn eventually. Well, one thing he's, he, yeah. I mean, I doubt on, it. Like he's got a little daughter, so let's be honest here. I mean, that's true. He's only going to be able to. You know what I mean? Like that's true. Everything changed for me I mean, shortly after it. I had kids. Oh, very I shortly. Mean, yeah, when you're responsible for kids, then definitely. I mean, it's it changes things for sure. Yeah. But I think that as far as like a father is concerned and some of the, uh, you know, locker room talk and things like that, I think that it changes, especially when you have a daughter, because, you know, you we'll start see. thinking, you know, are, are, what kind of what are the boys talking about that she's talking to? You know what I mean? Once you get to that point. So a switch yeah. will flip. Yeah, 100 percent. 100 percent. So, yeah. Anyway, because one day he'll imagine the boys that she's talking to and whether or not they're they talk and think like him and he's probably going to think twice <laughs> right right um it's just what it is plus his wife's not on twitter 
Maybe she doesn't care. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's that too. Um, all right. Let's talk UVA. All right, the all-time series between the Orange and the Cavs sits at 11-6 and six in favor of UVA. They currently are on a three-game win streak against Syracuse. A last win coming in for Syracuse coming in January of 2022 on the road. Uh, the last time the two teams played, 74-69 loss for the Orange at home. Gerard, Buddy, Edward, Swider, and Jimmy, you're starting five. Buddy, 27 points last year in that game. And we all remember Jim Beheim's inaugural 1,000 win uh, with an upset victory over the ninth-ranked Cavs on February 4th, 2017. The Orange trailed 34-22 at the half, but would go on a 19-2 run to start the second half and would never relinquish the lead in a close game down the stretch, according to orangehoops.org. Jim Beheim would eventually become the only coach ever to reach 1,000 wins twice. Okay. See who see who could beat that record. Uh, Virginia is currently 11th in the nation at 10 and three, two and two. Uh, they had two wins over ranked teams. Baylor, who was fifth at the time, is now 19th, and Illinois, who was 19th at the time of the win, and is no longer ranked currently. Uh, they're two and two, like I said, in the ACC. Wins over Florida State and Georgia Tech, and losses to 12th ranked Miami, and most recently a loss to Pitt last night, 68-65. Uh, that did not surprise me, uh, which, I mean, there's a possibility Pitt breaks into the top 25 soon. So we'll see. They're on a roll. No. Tw- Undefeated uh, in the ACC, 11-4. and four. N- Yeah, they are um, They're a good team. And just to think that we were two points away from a win, that's what's frustrating, to my point earlier, Joe. Uh, 12th year senior, Kiki Clark. I'm just kidding. It feels like 12, though. He's actually only fifth. I thought for sure he was six, but he's only fifth. Uh, he's leading. Got to be ca- sick. He's got to be using his COVID year. I think it's five. Uh, he's leading the he's Cavs. He's played every year, and this is his COVID year. Right. So it's five. Right. That by my count. I hate him. I know. Me too. He's leading the Cavs with 12 points per game. Uh, Jaden Gardner, uh, a former transfer, he's been with uh, UVA for, this is his second year now. He's right behind him with 11.4 games, uh, 11.4 points a game. And Armand Franklin's behind him with 11. So you got two guards and a forward who are all scoring threats right off the bat. Uh, Clark is 42% from behind the arc. Franklin is 41. And Beekman, okay, is 48. So, yeah, that's uh, no bueno, I think. And it just is it, – it, it, it's, a, it's a tall order. It's a team that's talented all the way around. Uh, they're hitting 43%, uh, 46% from the floor, 71% from the line, and 37% from three. That's monster numbers right there from three, in my opinion. I mean, you're pushing 40%. That's amazing. So, uh, Syracuse, they're going to have to find a way to break this pack line defense. They're going to have to find something out and, and, and get in there. And I think they got some guys that can probably put some people in foul trouble and even finish on the scoring end. How about Judah, man? This dude can just get to the rim and finish at the rim. Like I can't remember the last time we saw someone on Syracuse being able to do it the way he does it. Um, CJ Fair was excellent. I called I, I dubbed CJ Fair the Swan back in the day. He was so graceful. Judah Mintz is a point guard. I know, but I understand that. But he was so graceful at the rim, and, and the way he finishes uh, is just it reminds me of of how he finishes. So, um, you know, CJ CJ Fair hit the floor a lot too. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Um, so he did. You know, I think. 
Judah is going to be going to have to play a huge role in this, and he's going to have to be a little bit more under control. Um, if anyone's going to be able to frustrate this offense, it's going to be this defense. You're not going to be able to rely on a JG3 bailing us out with some late threes. I just don't think it's going to be something that um, don't count on that. Let's put it that way. Let's let's get this game. If if it's the game's close and we hit something, that's fine. But it's not going to bring you back into the game. Syracuse is just not going to be able to come from behind like that um, to win this game. And unlike other teams in the past, Joe, I feel like if if we have a formula to break this defense a little bit or have any shot, it's this one. The problem is, is our defense is putting us in a situation as well where these guys can score from almost anywhere. And um, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a veteran laden team that are all very familiar with one another. Uh, They share the ball. Well, you got three guys averaging around 11 to 12 points and the the rest of the starters aren't even far behind that. So I I don't know, Joe, I just, I got to be honest. I want a good showing. I don't I just want a good, I want a chance. I want, I want there to be a chance. And, you know, all of, all of Virginia's games are typical too, Joe, you know, as far as their, as far as their scoring and they're all around, you know, the mid sixties, most of them are all around the mid sixties, um, low seventies, if that, and that's, that's a problem for Syracuse. I mean, they're, they struggle already. And I remember what that year that we opened the season with a conference game against UVA. I think we scored 44 points or something like that. So it was, it was bad. And so those are yeah. my worries. And I don't know yeah, well, I what mean, the answer is. Have... I don't think Coach knows what the answer is. So what? You have what, Joe? Tell me. I mean, Jim, you have a team that in Ken Palm, they're ranked 13th. Their offensive adjusted efficiency and defense adjusted efficiency is both at 20. So they have good offense and good defense. So we know what they bring. They beat us last year with the same starting five, 74-69. They made it to the quarterfinals of the NITs. And like I said, they have the same starting five. And um, they're going to bring the defense. Kihi Clark, we've seen him beat us with threes. We've seen him go to the free throw line and beat us with alley-oops. And um, to add to their starting five, they brought in uh, freshman guard Isaac, I'm sorry, Isaac McNeely, uh, who's playing 21 minutes a game, and Ben Vanderplas, who is a 6'8 uh, graduate senior from the University of Ohio. He's a transfer, um, and he averages over 22 minutes a game, so he brings some 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 height. But they do start three guards, so... Um, this is a situation where, you know, if they're going to play man to man, um, I don't see it. I mean, Judah Mintz, I think would be able to, to get Key Clark in some foul trouble. I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't see Key Clark playing against or guarding Joe Girard and following him around and then putting a taller, bigger guy against Judah Mintz. Uh, but they do have some good guards and overall, man, like I said, uh, they beat some good teams. We know what they're going to play. We know the tempo they're going to play. They're going to try to keep it slow, play tough defense, get good shots. Um, and realistically, I think a lot, a lot comes down to um, how we can defend the perimeter against their three-pointers and also um, 
not allowing them to get offensive rebounds in the whole rebounding situation. Uh, we do have the height advantage with them they, playing three guards. Jaden Gardner, 6'7", he's a big body, but um, if we can get Caden Shedrick in foul trouble, it's, I mean, he's a big boy, but um, if we can get him in foul trouble and we can kind of dominate the boards or, you know, at least we're not going to dominate the boards, let's be honest. But, well, we didn't you yesterday. Know, use the height to our on. advantage, right? Well, because right I, now, when you look at it, if they start, if they start Kihi Clark at five ten, with a Reese Beekman at six three, and an Armand Franklin at six four, then you're asking, you know, those guys to possibly guard somebody bigger if you can put the right person in in the right forward that's playing, you know, decent. So, um, and even Jaden Gardner, I mean, Benny Williams, he can go inside and outside, and he's got two inches on him. So, um. There's there's some matchups there that you can you can try to try to um, take advantage of, but I would definitely look at starting with going to Jesse, getting it into Jesse, trying to get this guy Caden Shedrick in foul trouble, um, and if you can do that, then you know at least you're on your way to winning the rebound, putting ourselves in a chance. Well, we to win saw the game. we saw yesterday two Syracuse players on their feet, and a. Louisville player on his back on the floor, get a rebound over the two Syracuse players that were standing up. So yeah. uh, right over him. Okay. And that player on his back was Kamari well, Lance. Out of all people. Go out of bounds. So it, it is, it is yeah. not good. And to have the height advantage so far this year for me, not impressed. I, I we've, we've had it. We haven't done well with it. And, you know, some of the stuff I saw last night, what were we, negative five on the boards last night? Um, you know, when you look at that, it's not terrible. Uh, you're lucky to win games like that. And, and you know, mm-hmm. I don't, I wish, by the way, I wish second chance points was a, was a stat in the box score, by the way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because at one point, at one point, well, with turnovers too, and turnovers were ugly for both teams, but... Yeah. Um, anyway, this is a sloppy game. It, yeah, Louisville has to make it sloppy. This isn't going. This is going to be the exact chance. opposite, though. This is a this. They slow everything down. Yeah. They make yes. they they the they bring opposite. the clock Everything's down. Everything's methodical as yes. hell. Yeah. They 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 wait till the last ten seconds of every uh, shot clock to to really make any moves. Um, well, so they're gonna move it around to yeah. get a good shot. Yeah. And the problem is with that is that it collapses the zone. And in, and when you got ball chasers, which we haven't had a lot, we haven't talked about a lot this year at all because it really hasn't happened. The zone's actually been pretty decent most of the time, and that is to say that it hasn't been failing as much. I understand that people are going to hit, and there's not a lot we can do about that, especially when they're hitting from deep, deep. You know, I mean, there was what was the game? What game was it where they were hitting from? What was Pitt? It was ridiculous. So, um, you know, they're going to slow this game down. It's not, I don't expect it to be as sloppy. You do have Kihi Clark. Is a, he's a gritty dude, and he can turn you over. So I do worry about him on Joe. And it would make sense for UVA to put him on Joe anyway because he's going to be able to handle Joe fairly easy, I feel like. And we've seen that in the past. So... Uh, these guys have been playing together the whole time they've been in college. Yep. Well, except for Key, he, he was he's a year ahead. So um, there's a lot of factors well, and you here. you look at it too when you look at. I was gonna say there's just a lot of factors here for me that 
I think it's obvious that go against Syracuse's playing style and Syracuse's stats just on the year in general. And that's why I said I just want this thing to be a game. I don't want to have to be down by 20 against Pitt and, and come back and lose by one. That hurts. You know what I'm saying? Just put us away. If it's, that's going to be yeah. the case, it's t- it's lo- I love seeing I love seeing the grittiness. I love seeing the determination. I love seeing the adversity overcome and to be put yourself in a position at the end of the game to win it. But man, the old ticker, bro. I mean, think about Syracuse fans <laughs> that we've been through it this year already. And you we're talking it goes back to football season. So I remember the UVA football game. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it was brutal. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just, yeah. I, you'd think we'd be used to it. The calluses would be strong, but it's, they're not. You never get used to that. No. And, when you, and when, you take, when you take it back to last year in the game we played against Virginia, when we lost 74-69, uh, um, tied at halftime, 33-33. They end up outscoring us 41-36 in the second half. Um, Kihi Clark had 17 points, 8 assists. Went three of five from three point land. Amari, um, Amani Franklin, three and nine from the three point land, but he went seven of fifteen overall. He ended up with seventeen points. Gardner had fifteen points. Shedrick had twelve points, eleven rebounds. Um, Reese Beekman didn't really have that great of a game, but uh, when you look at it, that's kind of what those guys did last year. And when you look at our team, um, Jesse Edwards played thirty one minutes, fouled out with nine points and four rebounds. Um, and then we had 53 out of the 69 points were from Buddy Beheim, Jimmy Beheim, and Cole Swider. Uh, Joe Girard, he played 30 minutes, had three points. So, um, yeah, that's we're going to need some guys to step up, and you know they're going to see some some new guys and some new faces as far as Virginia is concerned. Um, but Virginia, they they had four guys in double digits as this far is- as scoring goes, and moved the ball around pretty well. This is a game for Jesse Edwards and Judah Mintz. This is their this is their game. It's Judah yeah. it's Judah Mintz's time to shine. It's 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 up to him to be able to take the talent that he has that we know he has and be able to do do something with, um, you know, penetration and drawing fouls and finishing at the rim, at the rim. Oh, Joe's good, and Stop Joe's got to have a good game too. He he does. I mean, we don't win without Joe having a, a good game because I just feel like Joe Joe and Betty still have to. Yes, we are. We on a delay? What the hell's going on? I think we are. Yeah. Yeah. What's up with that? I think it's your garage. It's the tin no, roof. Probably. It's the tin roof. It's slowing everything down. I got kicked out into the doghouse, bro. He, that's a nice doghouse, dog though. House. Not bad. If you're gonna have to go yeah, to a doghouse, it's not it. terrible. Could be worse. You know what I'm saying? You just need to you're get like well. a mini split mm-hmm. in there, uh, in in your goal in cable. And you're what the hell? You don't even need to go inside. You got a fridge out there. And you got everything you need out there. That's it. Um, it's true. You got a fridge freezer. Be real. Got food. the grill, got the fridge. You need a coffee pot and you need a mini split, and you're all set. I have a coffee pot. You got yeah, a coffee I'm pot. I have a coffee pot. Holy yeah. cow! Well, look at that, will you? Just look at it. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to pick, Joe. It's time to pick. And you know what I decided? We're not. I'm not doing this keeping score stuff. I, I can't. We're just gonna pick, and if one of us hits, that's a that's. A win. Okay? Neither one yeah, of us are going to sure. do that. So let's just play. 
Uh, you had 77 to 60 <laughs> for the, the Louisville game. I had 80 to 62. Ay, ay, ay. Terrible. So, I'll go first. I just don't think... Joe wins. I just don't think... I just said we're not keeping score. And then you want to try to rub it no. in my face. It's not sportsmanlike, first of all. But I won. At all. Okay. Congratulations. Congratulations. So you quit the game because I'm winning? Huh? How was it, Joe? No, I just don't know the Are rules. Are you quitting the game because I'm winning? No, I just don't know the rules. Oh, okay. And okay. they're too hard to, to do. So, And we didn't even finish football season, by the way. I just remembered that. So, anyway. I won. How about that? Um, I doubt it. So, I'll go first. And you know what? When Joe gets when Joe picks, by the way, I don't interrupt him a hundred times. I just want to point that out as just <laughs> pure etiquette. Okay. Golly. So look, God, it's at Virginia. This is obviously a quad one game, which I forgot to mention, but it's obviously a quad one game at away for at away for Syracuse and at home for UVA. So. Um, I just don't think Syracuse is going to be able to put it together, despite that. Now it just it'd be just like them to to put it together, and you'd be like, oh wow, they flipped a switch, just like that. No, that's not what happens. Sometimes you get lucky, and they could get lucky, but this is too. This is a this is a talented, well organized, well coached veteran team, and I don't see Syracuse pulling it out. And I know everybody's going to be pissed off at me for saying that, but that's how I feel. So I'm going to go ahead and say, I, and by the way, I think Syracuse defense does a whole lot better too than they have done in the past, but we'll see what happens there. So I'm going to say 66 to 54 UVA. And Wow. Um, what? Just wow. Well, I mean, I don't know it's how a- else to call it, bro. It's okay to lose this game. Not that I want him to lose this game, but this isn't a quad four loss at Louisville. And we pulled that one out. Thank God. So here we are. Um, It's your turn. That means you talk. Um... I think you're pretty much close, but I think we're going to be um, a little bit closer than that. So really? I'm going to take their Virginia score, add one, and go 67 to 65, Virginia. What? Oh my gosh, that would be a heartbreaker. That would be a heartbreaker. I'm sorry. Anybody in the green room want to participate? I got David on here, by the way. Ooh. He says 73.59. I just think it's tough to score. 60 plus on UVA and I'll I'll say this the first one to 60 wins how about that how about that <laughs> okay but so so we were so we were seven and eight at this point last year we're ten and five uh-huh in the month of January in the month of January we have eight games oh Tony left uh-huh eight games left mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. have you mm-hmm. seen the schedule yeah, I mean, I've kind of been keeping an eye on it since 
we do this crappy podcast. I mean, at Virginia, Virginia Tech at home, Notre Dame at home, at Miami, at Georgia Tech, North Carolina at home, at Virginia Tech, and home against Virginia. Yep. So you're talking, you got two against Virginia, two against Virginia Tech, a Miami, Another A second North one Carolina against Notre Dame. A, That's a tough one. With a Notre Dame and a Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Georgia Tech, not great. Miami's Notre Dame's been losing. Okay. So what do you think we what do you think we go? What are you happy with? Out of that, hold on a second. Jeez, you just threw a ton of stuff at me here. Um, are we going down to the um, Virginia game at home? Yeah, Virginia. I say, Virginia. I say um, oh games. man, that's that's tough. That's tough. We're ten and five right that's, now. That's really tough. Um, I'll say in the next eight games we go. Man, you could maybe take that Virginia game at home, and maybe the Tech game at home but I doubt it. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say three and six. I mean, three and five. Three and five? Yeah. I was going to go two and six, and I'm, like, I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm hoping... So we that can... would put us at 13 and 10? Mm. It's not very good. It's not very good. How do you feel about it? Uh, I'm looking more like a four and four. What do you think? You take the home games against Virginia and Virginia Tech? And I then, mean, I think and then you that take, we could win. I think we could win at Georgia Tech. So I, my upset would be North Carolina. By um, way. That sounds stupid, but that's a home game. And North Carolina hasn't destroyed us, as far as I remember, recent in recent past, right? We've played them pretty good, haven't we? Let me check. Um. Yeah, I feel like we did in the regular season, last couple of years anyway. But, I mean, those home games, Virginia Tech, Notre Dame, North Carolina, Virginia, I mean, sure. So, well, 79-88 That's loss, 72-70 win, 75-81 loss, 81-53 win. Holy cow, you remember that game? I mean, we're going to have to do pretty good right there. That was the ACC tournament game, wasn't it? 81-53 when we destroyed them. Mm-hmm. That was the COVID year. We were going to play Louisville, and they called it. Remember, we we won yep. the ACC tournament mm-hmm. that year because I was going to go to that game. It was in Greensboro. Um, so uh, Anthony has sixty nine to sixty eight Syracuse, another one point thriller. And then there's a joke about ESM math in here. We got to get that in every show for sure. I don't blame you. I didn't take math in ESM. <laughs> Probably when you said three and six out of eight games. Yeah, well, I had two and six, and I gave us that. I was like, you know what? North Carolina is at home, and North Carolina is good, but they've been fringy bad also. And it's just one of those games that, for me, you know, I feel like it's not out of the realm of possibilities that you hand North Carolina another loss. Or nine and five. I mean, our record's even better than theirs right now. So, and what are they in the ACC? Well, I mean, they've got a difficult schedule. I understand for sure, that but. ours was no cupcakes either. I mean, I mean, there was a couple, but I mean, it wasn't that bad. I mean, let's be honest. The past couple of years, they're not. They're one and two. One and two. One and two. So they've got they Pitt beat them. Okay, I'm Pitt's on a freaking Miami and roll. Pittsburgh and, are both and Virginia undefeated. Tech and Virginia Tech beat them. So, they lost four in a row. Iowa State, Alabama, Indiana, and Virginia Tech. And they started out 5-0, and they lost four in a row after that. So, 
I don't know. It's not out of the realm of possibilities. You see four and four, give me your wins again. I'm just curious. Yeah, NC State's going to beat Duke. Um, four and four is, I think, what we need to do if we want a chance for the tournament. I be- I agree with you. What we need to do. What do you? What do we? What do we do? That's my question to you. What do we do? You asked me what we did. I said three and we five. We go four and four. Okay, we what are your wins? We do what we need to do. I got one Virginia win. I got Virginia, Virginia Tech, and I got North Carolina. Yeah. Do you, are you throwing a Virginia Tech at home win in there? Is that what you're throwing in? I mean, I just feel like that we, we match up against Virginia Tech pretty good. So I feel like we could possibly sweep them. But, yes, I feel like Virginia Tech at home, and I feel like we're going to win at Georgia Tech. I think we're going to beat Notre Dame at home. I think we're going to win one of the Virginia or North Carolina. What? How does this show last so long every time? It lasts this long 100% of the time. Because we have a good time. 60% of the time. As Cap would say. Because we have a good time. (laughs) We're having a good time. So, yeah. Again, Virginia Tech at home, Notre Dame at home. And I think we're we're going to go... We're going to win three out of the four home games. I think we'll win one between Virginia and North Carolina. And then I think that we beat Georgia Tech on the road. Um, But even then, even Miami, Miami, we usually get a lot of fans down there and usually don't get a home court crowds. So I think that's up for grabs as well. So So. Dominic's got 64-59 Syracuse. I mean, I hope you guys are right. I just don't see it, guys. I mean, those are some superior homer Duke. picks right there. And, and I'm a homer picker all the way. But those are some serious homer picks. Sorry. Just calling it like I see it. So me, you, and David got them losing. So we'll see what happens. These are all good picks, by the way, too. I'm not poo-pooing them at all. I'm just saying they're definitely homer picks. <laughs> so um, Duke's going to lose to NC State, by the way. That's amazing. That's a good day. That means I take a beer. Two minutes, two minutes to go. I take a beer to the yeah. bed. And NC State is up 83 to 57 with two minutes Holy to go. Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. And the other close game right now, Georgia Tech's beating Miami 72-70 with 54 seconds to go. But how about the way they and played later against... On you have... Hold on. How about the way they just played what? against two, the 2-12 two and 12 Louisville team we saw last night, Dominic? Yes, they played great against Pitt. The game was at home, though. So, Wolfpack draining threes. Go ahead, Joe. What was the other close game? Real quick, and we got to get the hell out of here. I was just going to say, no, it's not about close games. It's just about, like, later on tonight, 9 o'clock, 10-4 and four, Wake Forest plays against 9-5 North Carolina. And 11-3 and three, Clemson plays against 11-3 and three, Virginia that's another, Tech. That's so, another so, sleepy. Good ACC game. Another s- sleeper team is Clemson. Didn't expect them Clemson. to be as good as they yeah, are. We play them later. We play them in February. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, um, okay. Uh, Alright. I think that's going to do it for us here on the Q's Militia. And I love you guys. I appreciate all you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Uh, enough can't be said for you still listening to us. Uh, football season's huge, always is huge, believe it or not. Basketball season, eh, but we're running strong. We appreciate it. Thanks to everybody in the green room. We appreciate all of you. Love you. For Joe, I'm Sean. Wow. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Peace. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm.